to satisfy your intellectual Welcome everyone, this is another episode of That Record Got Me. Hi, I'm your host, Rob Elba. It's wonderful as always having you all here. And this is a very special, exciting episode because this is the first episode where I have a guest in studio in California. This is my first official California, in California guest, live guest. So I'd like to welcome to the show... He's a patron of the show, and I've known him a long time. I've known him since Florida, but he lives here now, too. Dennis Tetro. That's me. You, said, right. you said it right and everything. I did. Well, I got coached by Dennis extensively <laughs> to, uh, of how to pronounce his name. Uh, Dennis, yeah, I know Dennis from playing music in Florida. I knew, I mean, the band I remember is fantastic, amazing, but you you did other stuff there, and you're still oh, yeah. making music now, right? You were, you were like guitar player, bass player, but you're playing drums now a lot? Sure, I know. I played some drums. I uh, I got to play some bass with you too. You did. That's nice. right. For the Holy Terrors, that's an imaginary notch on my belt. There you go. <laughs> you take any, <laughs> any notch you can get. You you take. Yeah. No, I played with a um, yeah, a bunch of stuff. A bunch of different stuff, and then you're still doing music now, and and you're you're into like film now too, right? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I'm yeah. It's uh, yeah. if you have any suggestions of movies. Yeah, yeah, I know. We talked. We went the other night. Like when I first got here, the, my first show was Dennis said, "Hey, you want to go see uh, Perubu's playing and Mike Watt <laughs> and the Missing Man?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and yeah, we went. It was great. This cool club called Lodge Room. Lodge Room. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Watt, Missing Man were awesome. Right. Great. Oh yeah, always a fan. Fucking, they're up there and I'm and they're playing and I'm like. That's uh, Wayne Kramer is playing I, with them. You, like Wayne I didn't Kramer even, was sitting in for the first song. I didn't even catch. I'm glad you. Yeah, you pointed yeah, that out to yeah, me. That's, yeah, that's Wayne Kramer. And then Per Ubu played, and oh my god, David Thomas in this <laughs> in his little chair and his, his, you know, sitting down. They wheel him out and. Uh, oh. He's mumbling incantations and yelling at his bandmates. It was so weird. I had seen Perubu before when they were more like a real actual band. and uh, That's what I was hoping. Yeah, and this, this <laughs> right? was not that. We I, I never saw him before. That's all I get. We don't know, yeah, what what we witnessed, but we witnessed something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> at times, it was excruciating. Yeah, I uh, had to duck out, but... But yeah, eventually, yeah, Dennis bailed. <laughs> right. I, I stuck it out the whole night. Dennis had a bail, but I don't blame him because it was, uh, oh my God. All right, but we're not here to talk about that. Dennis brought a record to talk about. And Dennis, you know, um, a lot of times I get records people bring that I'd never heard before, and I'm really excited. And this, I knew the band, but then I'm thinking, oh, I don't really know them. But then when I'm listening, I'm like, oh shit, I know this record. This this record's fucking great, and this band's great. I just forgot about them. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess I was thinking it's going to happen as I get older. It's probably all music will all be new to me again. I'll forget <laughs> shit that I used to like, and I'll say, oh, this is great. And it's like, Big Goldfish. This. Yeah. Full so <laughs> what are we talking about? What's the band? What's this, the album? This is a band called Burning Airlines, and the album is called Mission Control. Yeah. So Burning Airlines came out of uh, a job box, right? Oh, yeah. And Amongst I, many others, if you want to go to J. Robbins' crazy town, he was in a government issue. He played, right, 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 right. Played for uh, the Office of Future Plans. He does. He's like a prolific dude. Right. He's, yeah. And this album, I, actually, I remembered Sam 
Pogarino, my friend Sam Pogarino gave me this album to turn oh, me nice. on to uh, Burning Airlines. And yeah, and, and I, I listened to it, so it came out in 99, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, released in 99. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess I just kind of forgot about it. All right, so you got uh, Jay Robbins, like we said, and we got Bill... Bill Barbeau. Barbeau, right. Yep. They, they were both in Jabba. Fear as friend, I wish I'd... And then uh, Peter Moffat. Yeah, uh, there you go. A government issue. That's too, it. Right? Yeah, that's how they know to. Yeah. Which his drumming is like science fiction to me. Oh my god! Like, yeah. It's, well, this is this is uh, to me. You know, you throw around uh, the term uh, post-punk, but yeah. this to me, you could call this uh, post-punk. It's a good example of it. Or math rock. You remember? Yeah, Sometimes math rock is yeah, yeah, math rock. Which people, it's kind of derogatory term now. It feels like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, but I, I think it's great. But it's also of a certain time because uh, for a while there were bands like this yeah. that were making this very aggressive yeah. music, you know, uh, short songs, but but also very like angular and yes, fucking, angular is, is a yeah. very strong word to use. Right. Intricate, you know, just taking the the format of bass, drums, guitar, and sort of turning it on itself and, and doing something different where it's not just a straight. 4-4 four, four beat. I mean, you, you're not oh, going to yeah. hear hardly any straight 4-4 four, four beat on this. No. Yeah. Which is, yeah, but it, but it's it's unassuming. You feel like you still are. Like, oh, yeah, because it's still rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. It, like, sneaks up on you. It's, like, very, <laughs> very clever. I don't know, and so. also, you know, something I was thinking about listening to this, again, because, like I said, as I'm listening to it, I'm realizing, oh, shit, I, I know this album. I love this album, but I just forgot about it. Nice. That it's, yeah, it's raw and it's angular post-punk, but it's also, dare I say, emo a little. Uh, kind of oh. emo, some of it. Um, I never really thought of it that way, but I, I guess got, I, I could got, see I could see where you'd say that. I get the emo vibe because yeah. it sounds very. Which I'm gonna say right now, Jay Robbins. Half the time, I'm not sure what he's singing. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the lyrics are really cool. Oh yeah, I, I think. And now, no, he purposely. You need a decoder ring. Yes, like, right. Well, that's it. But he yeah. also he also delivers these with uh, passion, with a lot of passion, uh-huh. and that's where I get the sort of emo thing because I feel like it is emotional, even though it's very. A lot of the lyrics are sort of cryptic, you know. Sure. And and what well, isn't all music emotional, Rob? I get, well, I guess uh, good music, right? <laughs> yeah, all yeah. good music. Is. But I, no, but I see exactly what you're saying. I, I I can see where you draw that. Yeah, yeah. So it brings mm-hmm. even though even though you would think, oh, these are just like really smart guys, and he's yeah. a really clever guy, and you know, his, yeah. his use of uh, lyrics are, are really uh, you know great and clever. But there still is uh, a lot of feeling going on in this. Yes, music he, and he's. A lot of, He's an emotional guy. I could. I think so. I oh think no, so. you're right. You're right on that. Now, are you lyrics? Are, are lyrics a, a big thing for you with music? You know, it really all depends. It's not uh, number one. Like I go, I have to listen to everything as like an amalgam first, and then right. I'll go back and kind of like peek, you know, pick things out. But it's 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 more like stuff will just like pop out that'll kind of resonate. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. And uh, so you discovered, so this came out in 99. Did you kind of discover this in uh, real time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. No, it's, and I was full aware of like uh, the bad timing on their part of naming their band Burning right. Airlines. Well, that's, <laughs> that's awesome because they, uh, yeah, I was hoping we would get to this because they were in yeah. the middle of this major North American tour when uh, September 11th, uh, oh, yeah. 2001 attacks occurred. It's my and mom's then, birthday. Oh, happy, really? happy birthday, mom. Oh, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, a lot of clubs r- refused to put their name. Uh, burning Airlines and this and this album cover, which is an awesome album cover. It's very oh. simple, but it's a picture of a, a burning an airline, you know, in a, a free fall, burning free fall. Oh yeah, no, so, they just didn't put their name on the marquee. They just kept touring. They wouldn't. Yeah, they just kept touring, but they were they just kept going. And I guess they considered at one point they considered changing their name, but they decided no, we'll keep it. But they kind of they then they split up in two thousand two. Right. So I was thinking, I wonder if there's conspiracy theorists that think, uh-huh. that, you, know, that, <laughs> you know, I like it. I like it. That, that think, oh well, they they had to break up. Yes. You know, or they had to. I, they I wonder, told them. Who knows? That's, but, that's um, what we're gonna decipher today, Rob. It was bad, but it was bad timing because yeah. they, this is a great record, and you would think they probably could have made more great music. And uh, Jay Robbins, um, so Jay Robbins was still active, music active, and did other oh, stuff yeah. too. Right? Oh yeah, he he did a band with his uh, his wife called Channels. Kill all the copyrights I loosen my tongue. I love my friends, and all my friends are in love. I say it louder when you think I've said enough. Fucking awesome! Oh really? Yeah. Okay. If I, if I can, you can. Yes, okay. You can. It's we uh, are a uh, R-rated uh, podcast. Oh good. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, yeah, our like Office of Future Plans is another thing that. I- Yeah, you could just go. I'm not going to list every single I'll one. play, yeah, no, but I'll play all some of that he's, in there. He's just like a super prolific guy, and like he produces bands. He produced like uh, Dismemberment Plan and like Clutch, and like you could go. He has a recording oh, studio. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay. He's just like one of these dudes, which yeah. kind of uh, ties into the, the name Burning Airlines. I think he pulled from uh, Brian Eno's song. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. You know, which Brian Eno is like a producer. He, he, he is. He is. It's cool because I didn't, I, I remember, like I said, I, I had this album, I listened to it, but I didn't dig into, like you said, I didn't dig into the lyrics till now till you suggested it and me doing research and I really dug into the lyrics and they're great, but also, as you said, a lot of it's very yeah, what do you cryptic. Think? <laughs> and it's, no, it's great. And I, and I had fun sort of diving in and reading about it because some things have like little stories behind them or yeah. something that you wouldn't know uh, right away and there may be even some stuff that you may not even know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's why I wanted to do this with you, Rob, because you do some some good work. You well, know? we'll see. We'll see about that. But uh, let's get into the uh, opening track. Let's listen to the first song, Carnival. <laughs> Why you 
so great. So at this time, this is like musically, this is right up your alley. Oh right? yeah, you, you get it. You understand why I picked this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because me, me too, same thing. I mean, just mm. right up. Because you know, I I'm older. I'm obviously much older than Dennis. But I grew up with uh, you know a classic rock, and then and then I got into punk, and then classic punk. But uh, there was a certain point where music just sort of shifted and mm. you had these bands making it. Like I said, it was still rock, heavy, aggressive rock, but it wasn't like Aerosmith or yeah. Fogat or Zeppelin. Although maybe a, a little uh, Zeppelin a little. I mean, uh, Bonham, I could see uh, the, the drummer, oh, okay. uh, you know, uh, John Bonham in the fame and uh, he's got this uh, very heavy attack and the way the drums are recorded. But uh, mm-hmm. but still, it's just like it comes at the rock song from a completely different, uh, you know, Angles, angle yeah. from, uh, you know, than what came before it. And it was just exciting. It's very exciting uh, to listen to. Right. No, it's it feels like, uh, you know, we're like because he was in uh, Jawbox, right, with Bill Barbo before. Right. And like all that stuff is like it feels like. Uh, like an intense competition with each other with right, the guitars right. where they're <laughs> yes. like they're like they're like fuck you look what i can do exactly you know and like exactly. back and forth which i love in bands i do because i feel i've been in bands like that and it kind of makes the cream rise to the top and like you just right right you have to step up your game and you got to step up your game because yeah. everyone's at this high uh, level and yeah. you don't want to be the guy that like that yeah. like yeah it's like this is my off. song no it's my song yeah yeah, yeah. and and it's, and yeah, yeah that's what makes it really exciting because you never you also the first time you hear it you kind of don't know where it's going like oh where's this going mm-hmm. you know and where all, all of a sudden it's going to drop out and then you know there's just going to be the vocals and then the the drums and the bass are going to come back in and it's just very and and behind it all it's also really catchy like the songs right. like that, that that part when he's going i'm finding my way around our carnivalesque uh common ground that's really that's a really good chorus and a really like sweet sounding catchy chorus oh yeah no and, and he's like he's incorporated like these like pop sensibilities almost you know with the uh, with like uh cryptic uh deeper lyrical content you know which i kind of i love that uh you know two two opposites kind of like oh right, hap- right happier right. happier song with a you know with a cryptic the darker right you know. right 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 and um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe that could lead us into this next song, Wheaton Calling, which I have like a theory about this and I could be totally off base with this, but uh, maybe we'll, we'll listen to it and listen to especially the beginning of it, the the opening riff and the cadence of it. And this one's called Wheaton Calling. Sleeping safe till dawn 
Okay, so first of all, I want to ask you, because I don't know, do you know why it's called uh, Wheaton Collins? I thought you were going to tell me, Rob. Well, that, here's my theory. <laughs> I, got the one, I got one, too. The way it starts with that riff and the, the drums come in, it sounds like London Calling by The Clash. It, the, the opening, dun, 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 nice. dun, it sounds no, like I the like beginning it. of London Calling, and you call it Wheaton. So I'm thinking maybe, at uh, you know, it's obviously not a direct thing, but at some point it's a homage almost to that. No, that's good. I like that. That that kind of is something I didn't see. I, I just, I, I looked up Wheaton, and Wheaton is like this very religious town in like Illinois. They're like known for... Oh, okay, like okay. Very evangelical right, right. place, and I don't know if he's like, uh, I don't know. Riffing on uh, religion or... Uh, well, yeah, and it's also kind of like, because the way he says, it opens up, uh, uh, planted in the sweet spot for the sound that keeps us sleeping safe yeah. till dawn. See? You yeah. fit yourself for cracks to slip into. I fit myself for exits and I'm gone. Yeah. So it's like leaving this, whatever, yep. if this is, you're in this uh, yep. religious, you know, town or something, you're thinking so, of... Uh, yeah, some, some getting times out. 10, you're happy again. Repeat, yeah, repeat, repeat times 10, you're happy again, <laughs> yeah. sinking where you lay. Sinking where you lay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, so, that's what I got from it, where you just kind of, you're trapped in this kind of mechanism of religion and you're... Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right, I like it. Yeah. And uh, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of transportation going on on this, yes. uh, on this album. Yeah. And this next one, so, all right, so do you know it's called uh, Pacific like 231? Two, yeah. Uh, do you know what that is, like the origin I, of that? I do. All right, let's, let's hear it. Lay it on me. <laughs> it's actually... Uh, it's based on the very first soundtrack put to uh, put to motion. Like it was on a, it was of a train where they uh, I can't remember the the guy's name. Arthur. There you go. Honiger. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He did an orchestra. In, piece. Yeah. In 1923. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. <laughs> it is. It's like a music. So it's like a musical interpretation of a, a of a steam train of a yeah. steam uh, locomotive. Yeah. And I feel like he's like using these like references to be like like maybe the the train is society and we can only move as fast as the slowest right 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 but and me but musically also in this one i feel like he's kind of doing the same thing too because if you listen to this song it also at at times sounds like a a train especially at the end it sounds like it's uh slowing down like a train you know yeah slowing down yeah so i think he's uh yeah you know at the end of the day you listen to stuff like this and you think man these are like really smart people (laughs) oh man he's a a smart guy (laughs) exactly exactly um yeah but it's and aside from that it's just a fucking kick-ass song Mm -hmm. it's new pacific 
just you could pick out little bits of the lyrics like when he says through new sincerity making a mockery of trust mm. but if it's up to me bring on the new thing yeah uh, he throws in these little things like that and then you read it, you go huh that's really good oh man it's like <laughs> and it's not like punch in the face like like it's a slow burn oh yeah, yeah 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 it's, it's like it, what? oh right right yeah. <laughs> yeah musically just what i love is that you listen to it and you realize even though it sounds so big and full yeah. this is just three instruments you that's, got the guitar you got the bass and yeah. you got the drums and that's it there's not a lot of uh extra stuff going on not at a all lot of overdubs but uh which blows my mind doesn't it blow your mind though three people can make that much it does and it almost makes me mad too because yeah, i get yeah. mad it's like fuck <laughs> those guys <laughs> Well, you did it's a, great. Yeah. No, no, but it is. It's just. It's I've very, seen you do that too, Rob. Imp- oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, you're too kind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's very impressive uh, that that um, they're they're still leaving space. Mm. They're still leaving plenty of space, but they know to pick their spots where they mm. uh, where they shine. And just that the uh, drummer uh, Peter Moffat. Off, yeah. the, off the chain, yeah. great drummer. Just the, Which informs the band, if you ask me. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It, it all comes down to him. Just the his choices he makes to come in, like, to not come in with a straight beat and just to come oh, in yeah. with this, like, crazy beat. And these guys all, like, follow along and play, like, with it. You could hear these guys all playing along to each other. Oh, yeah. No, they're... And- and I saw I saw them play at the Freeze. Oh, I, I was going to ask you that. that. I was going to ask you that band. Or I mean, at the uh, venue, it was Cheers, I think, too. At oh, one point. oh, really? You saw was, a Burning Airlines? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, wow. it, and it blew my mind. Like my face still hasn't repaired. Like from like I, they played. It was just so Bill Barbo didn't want to tour. You know, he was right. he was the dude who was in Jawbox with them. And blah, blah, yeah, blah. right, right, right. And right. so they got some other dude, uh, Mike Harbin. Horbin. Okay. And and I just I saw them. They played on the floor in this teeny club. Right. And it's three of them, just three of them. Right. And I was literally, I literally, God still to this day, I'm still like, <laughs> how did that happen? How did you three people make that noise in my face? Like, isn't that great? Isn't right it? in my face. Like, right. I'm like, I'm like five feet from them. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so we get this next song, Scissoring, which I uh, this song I. So remember this song. This is the oh. one when it came on. I said, "Oh shit, yeah, this fucking album. I love this album. And I listened. I, I listened to this album so much. This for anyone who's not a, a guitar player knows that there's something. You have the harmonics on the strings where if mm-hmm. you if you hold your finger on top of a string but don't press down and just hold it That's right. and you hit it just in some areas of the guitar, you yeah. get that this high pitched like sound, the ghost tone. Yeah, whatever. a ghost tone. Yeah, perfect. And he basically the whole song is built around that because there's only certain notes you could play there's only maybe it's like six notes or something that you could, oh yeah you could play but uh, he sort of uh, yeah. creates that into a song and the riffs become those uh yeah. these harmonics and it's just, I, t- I tried to write a song that was all harmonics like that this inspired me i didn't oh really i never oh, okay. finished it but i have a lot of it okay great no because it, it, yeah. it's a great idea but it's also challenging it's really oh. challenging because like i said there's yeah. not that many notes but I, yeah. I think they did a pretty good job with this one let's listen to scissoring
good. So good. And it's funny. I was going to ask you, like, if, if, if this band in particular listened to it, inspired your music, and you answered it already. Because yeah. you said, <laughs> There you go. I want to fucking try and write a song <laughs> like that. Secret uh, Yeah, it's great. And it's just so, um, he's so good at taking this, you've got this kind of really up-tempo, uh, propulsive uh, riff, and then he's singing like sort of halftime over it. Like yeah. uh, singing, yeah, and it just like works so great. But it's yeah. not something, you know, you necessarily would go to to think about. You know? No, it, it sneaks up on you too. You don't even realize that it's, it's happening. And then it, it right, just right. kind of is. And, and you know, I found out this is, I reached out to Jay actually. and he Did actually, you? Yeah, and he actually wrote back to me about like, you know, I didn't want to be like, Tell me what every single song means right, and right, like right. how you doing and blah blah. But he was nice enough. He reached out to me. He told me this song is uh, inspired by a brass pair of scissors that Kim Coletta, the bass player of Jawbox, gave him as a gift to symbolize the breakup of Jawbox. Oh wow! And I was like, thank <laughs> that's you. Awesome! Look at this insider info, <laughs> yeah, Dennis like, Scott. Hey, yeah. Oh wow! That's that's isn't great. that great? And how otherwise. Do you have any idea what the hell that's? No, I wouldn't. That's I was going to ask like, you. I was going to say I love this song and it's so cool, but I yeah. have no idea. And there's yeah. no way you would pick that out unless there's you. There's no way. That's great. That was smart of you, though. Not to you didn't give him like a list of ten questions no. and stuff. He probably would have no. ignored you. you yeah. just, that this one was good. like one of the most like stumps because usually you can draw something from some some of it for me at least. Right, right. But this I was like, what? But that's great yeah. because he actually went very, uh, you know. On the nose, it's yeah. actually called scissoring, and it's about in yeah. a literal pair of scissors. <laughs> and you know what I kind of find about him is that he purposely, right, like made cryptic lyrics. But later on, he spoke about how he wish he wishes he was a little more transparent about what he was oh, saying. Okay. So now okay. I think it was to share stuff more. Yeah. Well, that's you know yeah. what that's good because uh, there's a fine line there because I always yeah. I get. Uh, I feel like some songwriters, I don't want to mention them, uh, Dave Grohl, but some uh, <laughs> will write these lyrics that just because they sound cool and they think it sounds cool deep, but there's yeah. nothing. You could tell there's nothing there. They don't, it doesn't mean anything. That's great. And I feel yeah. like you could kind of pick, I kind of pick that up and I say, oh, yeah. all right, well, then yeah. he isn't really saying anything, but right. th there's a very fine line to being, to being cryptic, just, but still. Just posing as a, yeah, something yeah. deep, but it's nothing there. Yeah. But there's nothing there. And there's yeah. gotta be the, the real art for me is there's, yeah, there's still something there. You're going to bury it in, in this other shit and, yeah. and make it very cryptic, but there's still something there. You're not just going to throw out these free association bullshit right. because it sounds cool and there's nothing there. And there is a, a difference to that. Sure. So, all right. Good. I'm glad. I didn't, I didn't mean I to did, throw shade I, on Dave Grohl, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he can handle it. He'll get over it. He'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> um, what, hey, what, what's the chicken won't stop mean, Rob? I've always wanted to know. Oh well, well uh, no, no one, no one knows what you're talking about. Then all right, no we'll one. talk about that later. That's a holy terror song. No, no one cares. Hey, I, <laughs> I do. All right, you. Uh, that's almost. You'll no tell one. me later. You, the, everyone minus you. That's no one. <laughs> you're the I'll join one the no cares. ones. That's fine. All right. Um, all right, let's talk about this next one, The Escape Engine. Again, very, uh, this one I kind of spent some time with the lyrics as I was trying because I like kind of wanted to sort of get, and I think I have maybe an idea what it's about, but I could be wrong also. Just a little bit of uh, The Escape Engine.
Okay, so this is what I wanted to ask you what your take is on the lyrics in this one because broken from orbit and not returning, stupid, yeah. fine satellite, brighter burning. The view is so blue so for so long, long. You're sinking shell in an inkwell. Yep. All right, what what do you think is going on here? I think that's just like uh, an overstimulus of information or or something that's just kind of tossed you, you know, for a loop, and you're just kind of you have no grasp. Oh, okay. In general, okay. like or like you're being overwhelmed, you're losing connection with someone or just life in general. Right, right. Yeah. Losing. Well, see, this is where remember when I said emo, I felt a little emo. Yeah. This is where I feel like it's a little emo-y because I think it's kind of like you could almost put it like yeah, like a relationship dying. Yeah. But he's also he, he. You sort of get the uh, feeling that he could be talking about an astronaut, like in space, mm. and sort of so uh, like an astronaut you're not being forgotten about in space and left to die mm. is a metaphor for this relationship oh, yeah. that's dying. So oh, that's kind of what I, what I was getting out of. It. Oh yeah. No, you, you nailed it. I think. And it's like, I feel like he, he doesn't, he doesn't just say one thing. He's like doing double. Oh yeah. Right, right, and shit, right. Like all the time. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's like he's, he's guising his emotions and like cryptic stuff, yes. but, yes. It, but, and also doing it, not only the terminology, but I feel like the, uh, he's just, he's, he's a, using it to express an overall like societal kind of thing or like a right on top of it. So it's both. But like you said, yeah. it's more it's interpersonal it, and larger. If yeah. it just came out, it would be overwhelming. It's almost like it is too overwhelming. It's all overwhelming. Yeah. So he's just picking these little things and being mm. cryptic and just coming out with these little yeah. things because it's otherwise it's all overwhelming. Yeah. A lot of, uh, which it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and a lot of this kind of music and this kind of writing to me is very, ADD, I feel like. Yeah, that's you me. Know? Well, yeah, <laughs> and it's like that's what I think draws people to it—the fact that you can, which, which you can. I'm sure, I'm sure you could also listen to some vibey, you know, oh, yeah. song that goes on and very, you know, and builds and it's slow. You can listen to that too if you're in mood for it. Yeah. But this also is in your wheelhouse, the ADD, where it's like yeah. you're coming around the bend and then this is coming and there's going to be six different ideas coming in this one little two-minute song. Yeah, exactly. No, it uh, it keeps your interest every single time you know it's just like it just keeps jabbing you right right with right new and, stimuli and so you're like you can't get off you right just, yeah and uh I, so the, and this next song yeah. uh, which i don't know you could hardly even i don't know if you call it a song it's sort of like a, uh, a pastiche or whatever a musical pastiche or a spoken word thing uh, yeah. my uh, a pornograph yeah. yes, yes my pornograph so it's like it's cool it's kind of like it's just sort of like assembled together and i found out what that uh what it is. Oh, you did. All I right, did. So Rob, I'm a good guest. You are. No, you're a great guest. But let's, <laughs> let's listen to it. And then okay. I, I want to hear about it because sure. I did not get any info on it. And I was very curious. Yeah. My point of view. But the real question is, who accuses me? Well, what do you mean? What authority? Well, don't you worry about that, me? mister. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm afraid you won't find any subversive literature or pornography. Don't touch those record albums. What's this thing? All right, so g- give me the deets. What is All this? Right. So it, 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 this so, is from a real thing? This is pulled oh, from something? Oh, yeah, and... and I was trying to figure for years. I never knew. And I, and I stumbled across it on accident. Okay. I, I started watching, uh, Orson Welles directed a movie version of, uh, the trial, the Franz Kafka book. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and so okay. I'm watching. I'm like, oh, my God, it's from this book or from the book that's from the movie, you know, and uh, yeah. And it's. Oh, and, and you heard the, I heard the dialogue and, the and I'm like, and I'm like, what? Wow. I'm like, I, yeah, I just lucked. I watch a lot of movies like because I'm, you know too many movies but yeah yeah no but i, I stumbled know. across it and it's not a great uh particular uh, oh no in, in general i mean as far as like orson welles if i I'm figured if it was i probably would picky. have heard about it <laughs> but but this but i mean this i don't know if you're familiar with the story of the trial of oh Prince of course Kappa, yes i am yeah where you just you feel like you've uh you don't you don't know what you've done and, every, and sometimes you're being i feel like my whole life is a <laughs> yeah. metaphor for the trial sometimes oh there you go <laughs> yeah which is and this album too it's like you don't like yeah, you have this sense of guilt even though you've done nothing wrong. Right. right, you're sort of thrown yeah. into this situation that you yeah. have no control, zero control yep. over, and you're uh, powerless to yes. what's uh, what's being thrown at you. Everyone's just informing you. Of, yes, and okay. you're just like, oh. oh. So they pull the dialogue from that. Isn't uh, that wild? From that, yeah. that is wild. That's great. Yeah. But and uh, a pornograph, like, what does that come in though? How does Pornograph, like he says, it's like that's what he says. It he's like one of the lines. He's like, "What's this? A pornograph?" I don't think that's oh. from the actual book. I don't he's remember like, that. No, no, no. Orson Welles, you know, he's he, he's a heavy drinker. I don't know. He, he was drinking some he of that wine, wine commercial. Yeah, here you go. But uh, yeah, just oh, that's great. Ovular. Yeah, but it's cool, and it, and it definitely uh, this this whole album is a really great. Uh, the way it's put together, because mm-hmm. I feel like this is a nice little palate cleanser, and it sort of takes you into the next song here, mm-hmm. Meccano or uh, yeah. Meccano, Meccano. Uh, yeah, which is uh, which is also awesome, and uh, I guess we'll talk about it, Meccano. <laughs> Aside from whatever it's about, we could talk about it. That song is just a badass song, it's, um, man. Yeah. No, it, it's, <laughs> it is so badass. Oh, yeah. With the uh, drumming. And, you know, I feel like I mentioned uh, Mission of Burma probably too much yeah. on this show. Sure. But I hear, I think of so many bands were influenced by that. You, you turned me on to them, Rob. Oh, awesome. Oh, really? Awesome. Like, okay. Yeah, great. And, and yeah. I feel like at some point someone turned uh, these guys onto them as well. Because, sure. uh, yeah, it's just uh, that, uh, just because that whole vibe that we were talking about that post-punk sort of turning rock and roll yeah gang of four yeah 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 turning it on itself that's a big guy you know i always i hear stuff and then i go oh shit that that reminds you of berman then they'll go back off and listen nice yeah but uh it's It's great so do you have any idea with this one what he's going on about yeah i feel like uh much like his uh you know double entendre again like i feel like uh uh they're talking about 
you know, the radio, getting on the radio, making money on the radio, right. you know, and they're kind of just like, uh, they had just, uh, so Jawbox, right, they, they got signed to Atlantic. They're the first band. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Right. They're, they're the first band from Discord ever to leave and get signed by a major label. Right, right, right. And And so, like, and then it didn't really work out too well for them. And, and this is maybe their, like... You know, oh, pissed off song about money like, on the radio. Yeah. What you've been selling, we don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. Right? you know, it, it's so funny. I was thinking about that because so many of these bands like this, you listen to this, and it's so fucking good and so great. But you're mm. thinking, no, you could see it's not going to get a, a commercial, or it's not yeah. going to get. They're they're not going to get big because it's just not. There's nothing. I don't know. It sounds elitist to say, but there's nothing for a lot of people to grab onto. Like it's not, it's, uh, you know, it's too, it's like you have to think too much to there listen you go. to it maybe, there or you I go. don't know, but that sounds so elitist. It's a, I no, hate it's shit a, like well, that. Well, it's but. more, it's more like uh, analytical or like more like uh, it's, it's not as a sexual kind of rock and roll kind or of maybe thing. So like it's, it's the ADD thing I was talking about. Yeah. Maybe there's too much going on, too much going on. And people said, Oh, well, that, that, that just it gives me a uh, anxiety, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, and I, I did hear something on like their uh, when they uh, they did that for your own special sweeter when they were in job when it was a job box right thing and then uh, they wanted to make the last job box album they made the self titled one and the Atlantic was like don't we don't need you to do that you're, oh. you're good like just can you just not and they're like well well we we wrote like eighteen songs we we're ready and they'd be like no but you know go go back and think about it a little bit you know oh you know God. and that type of thing where they don't want to do it they don't want to help you. But then they they released it, but it didn't really do that great. And so no, no, because their... a label uh, labels yeah. decide beforehand if they're going to actually go. get behind something, push something, or not. And if they're not, then uh, you're dead. I mean, I yeah. don't care. There's just so you know. Even though I mean, obviously these bands, some people know uh, know about them because they would go out and tour. And like mm-hmm. you, anyone that would went and go and see them, they'd say, "Oh my god, these guys are amazing." Yep. But there's just when there's no machine behind it, yeah. uh, you it's, know, it's, it's lost just, to culture. It it's, gets lost, and then where most which, people are going to be, oh, I, I never yeah. heard of them. I right. mean, even me, like I said, oh, Burning Airlines, I, it sounds familiar, yeah. but I don't think uh, I don't think I remember them. And then, oh shit, yeah, I do. I, mm-hmm. I, I this is a fucking great album. Now, if there's no money behind s- certain things, you know, that yeah. it, oftentimes you don't get to see it because it's not adver- advertised. Yeah, yeah, it's not. We need that. We do. All right, so this next one, Three Sisters, once again. Uh, this there's a whole thing here, okay. do you, which I'm sure you. I want I want to hear yours. I you didn't know. get the three sisters thing. Oh I, no, because there's something specific it. that I think for sure. I think uh, I have something, but I don't nautical, know. Nautical, uh, like a nautical thing. Oh no, mine's different. Ah, uh, all right. Well, I think mine's gonna be better than yours. But, uh, <laughs> let's listen to three sisters. Thank you. 
Okay, so before we even get into the lyrics, I just want to talk about that opening because again, they're using something like an amp, a tremolo, yeah. and they're using a, a tremolo, which is or Mission Ebo, of Burma did the Ebo. same thing. Um, it's an Ebo, I think. You know those? Oh, uh, that. No, that's a, no? a tremolo. Is it a tremolo? Oh, it's a tremolo. It has the tremolo effect, like a Fender right. amps. Uh, sure, a no, you have it built in the tremolo. Yeah, and it it informs the whole song because the whatever the tempo of that is, they match the the song's tempo to it. So I'd love that. It's again, it's like a guitar player thing where you just sort of use something that uh, mechanical thing either of the guitar like with the harmonics before we were talking about or right. that the amp has and using that to, to build to inform the song yeah to inform the song alright yeah. so what do you think Three Sisters what's your take on it I'm interested to hear yours but I thought like so I know that uh, Jay Robbins before he even started bands was he was in film school right right and uh, and uh, so I thought that he was playing off this like Chekhov play called Three Sisters oh which is okay. like it's about like a bunch of spoiled sisters in the country house and they want to be entertained and they're bored without consumption uh, oh, okay. being stimuli. Well, that could that actually could track. Right? Like, I don't know. All right, because also there's a nautical phenomenon called three sisters mm. where these rogue waves, like each larger than the one before it, when they strike a vessel like a boat. So the, so the first uh, wave throws the boat off balance. The second one floods it and the third one sinks it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And a, a famous ship with the three sisters with the theory, some people have a theory that's what happened was the Edmund Fitzgerald uh, the, ship, not... uh, the Edmund Fitzgerald was disappeared into Lake Superior in 1975 did you memorize that Rob that's impressive I have no I'm looking at oh, my okay. notes right here I didn't memorize <laughs> it I have notes uh, <laughs> I'm not that good but uh, yeah so I thought that's kind of interesting because yeah. I feel like that's especially I'll play some of it the end of the song what's going it sounds like a ship sinking oh, oh yeah no that's <laughs> I think you, you nailed something there too that's, yeah that's, and that's, like yeah. we said there's a lot of the whole album has this like transportation uh, thing going on and now we have you know we have the train and we have the, the ship and uh, yeah, yeah we're all we're all on these transportation devices all together right right like. right yeah. well, and we're all sinking we're all sinking now, I mean it's so <laughs> funny I mean now now for well, sure we yeah, yeah. are definitely sinking yeah. but uh, maybe if we realize that we're all in the same vessel that will uh, row together <laughs> yeah maybe I don't think it's happening um, <laughs> alright so we got front row seats Rob yeah well like I said we were talking I think we were. T- I wasn't recording yet, but I told Dennis I feel bad for young people now. And I'm just kind of, my only solace is that I'm old and I'm going to die soon, so That's I don't right. have to see what's, what's going to happen. Um, all right, <laughs> flood of a foreign capital. Yeah, let's 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 do another great. There's so much. There's so many ideas dense. going on. Uh, dense. on yeah, there yeah. is because there's so much going on, and uh, this yeah. is another great song, flood of foreign capital.
so while I was playing, me and Dennis were both saying that we both really love this song. It's oh, like yeah. one of our favorites on there. And again, this, especially the lyrics in this, I feel like he is very free. There's a lot of free association going on, but I mm-hmm. think he knows whatever it is he's singing about. I think he knows it, but he's not interested in putting any grand thing across in this one. It's just yep. sort of, it, it all sort of the, the lyrics and the delivery of it sort of fit in with the yeah. instrument, what the instruments are doing in this song. Right, and and if like uh, before it cut out like the chorusy thing is like our lies are like the deep blue sea. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Which is kind of kind of repeats that a lot, and it's kind of uh, I think informs something there. I, I, you might be like pulling like how you know it's hard to to gather all the information. Misinformation is very popular now, right? And uh, right, and just not really knowing where you stand, and you just and you get to a point where you just. Uh, where you find something to settle on and then like that's kind of where you're at right you know because you're tired <laughs> yes <laughs> and just uh just the again the uh, i can't get uh, what you'll be settling for you know is, oh uh, right right, right. Lines are, so. yep the uh the uh, drumming and the way the the drums and the guitar and the bass the way they're yeah. sort of in it, it, it this is it's very inspiring i mean to you it must be because i know you're you're still making music and you're still thinking right i'm like over that already. Yeah, i don't yeah, even think told me that I remember. but i i listen to stuff like this and i and it almost makes me want to you know really? like play almost but it doesn't oh wow but it almost does just because it's so it's so great and you know you know um making music and like if you could get together with like-minded people and and do stuff like this it, there's uh, Nothing better than that, nothing you know? better. Is right. right, yeah. But uh, if I could bring you as close to the precipice there, Robin, I'd close. Yeah, I'd, not I'd, there. <laughs> just rem- remember, make a watermark. <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite get there, but almost. Nice try. Um, all right, so this next one, let's listen to a little bit of the next song, "Crown." band that i hear a lot on here especially on this song but other other uh, other parts of the record are you are you a xpc fan oh are you kidding me okay yes are you i think these guys were big xpc fans. i can okay i never really tied that to them oh but. yeah because this song right here i hear Andy Partridge could be singing it, and it just has that. Just because XTC had that very, they, it was quirky, but also really catchy yeah. and 
it's bizarre aggressive pop. Yeah, yeah bizarre and it's got all that going on no uh, you're right i never i never tied those two that's good yeah yeah um i figured yeah you would have to be how would you if you told me oh no xcc sucks no are you kidding me i i'm still like i'm still you know crossing my fingers that they'll do something the drummer oh. the drummer tours I oh saw. right yeah yeah, yeah right? right that's true andy partridge yeah no, no I, he's I, done he, he, <laughs> He's like me being done. He's ah. done. <laughs> I'm gonna sink. I'm gonna sink you guys up. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right. This next one, I just love the fu- I, uh, the title. You could just he could have just done the title of this one. Sweet deals on me. <laughs> surgery. Surgery. Yeah. Then that would have been enough. But uh, listen to sweet deals on surgery. Once again, really, really great lyrics. What good does it do to keep cutting away? What training could teach you to appreciate the way that sutures turn to scars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Uh, there's also there's a sense of aside from the lyrics being clever, mm. there's a sense of humor going on. Oh yeah, underlying a lot of this, which is which is good because uh, you know sometimes stuff uh, the the dig on maybe. Um, post-punk math rock is if it's too serious takes itself too seriously i, I agree right no, when it's yeah if you can't poke fun then you're lost right 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 yeah. and i think yeah obviously this one i think the, he is a little although i don't know do you think there's something uh, what what else is going uh, on here this one i'm a little like scratching my head too i mean i don't know sweet deals on surgery it sounds like he's like you know sat satirizing like uh you know unrealistic standards of living and like i think that's and it here's, yeah. here's some like you know Oh, you act now, you get this patented keychain. Right. You know, just like. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think you're pretty much on the nose with that. Right. I think that's what it is. Yeah, the, the bargain is the brightest part. We'll mm-hmm. cut you, uh, we'll, we'll cut along the watermark. Mm-hmm. Exploratory, open hearted for a start. And if you're feeling in the dark, there's nothing here for you to see. Yeah, except my cheapest sympathies. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's yeah. it, it, great. That's really good. All right. So the final track. So you remember you got this uh, end of the 90s. What yeah. What would you have gotten this on? I got on CD. CD. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. CD. So it has, it, they used to do the uh, hidden track because it's got, I yep. sold myself in. Yes. And then it it's got right silence and it's got an untitled thing. Yep. Um, which yeah, you can't really yeah. do anymore now. It's, it's, which it's I miss. Digital. I miss the like the the hidden track. Oh like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, uh, because sometimes you wouldn't know about it, and you just leave the CD in your car. You'd be driving, and then yeah. all of a sudden, like five minutes later, ah, where, yeah. where did this come from? It gives you a little reminder because it's easy <laughs> to just like let it go after it's done, and then it kind of sneaks in. Remember exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right, but let's listen to the sort of final song on there. Uh, this is I sold myself in. <laughs> 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Dennis, I was going to ask you, uh, like I said, obviously. You were. This is it. Yes, I was, and now I'm going to. Oh, great. This, <laughs> all right, all right, calm down. This, uh, this obviously, like I said, is in your musical wheelhouse. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to be like the old guy saying, oh, there aren't bands like this now. But I'm no. wondering, are there bands like this now? Like, are you listening? To, is there new music you're listening now that gets you excited the way this got you excited in uh, 1999? That's a good question. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Because, Rob, in some circles, I'm the old guy. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 Trust me, you don't don't have to tell me that. I know that. I'm the really old guy. Ah, (laughs) yes. But no, there there is some stuff, but it's just, you know what it is, like, uh, not to get uh, too off on a tangent, but I I feel like uh, there's not a lot of uh, need for, like, more aggressive-y type of music, unless it's, like, straightforward metal kind of stuff. Oh, right, right, right. I mean, uh, which, uh, you know, I'm generalizing here this. There's lots of music that I don't know anything about. Right, right, so right. I'm, yeah, I'm open to it. Um, I was just but, wondering. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering because it's like it, hot at first, snakes. You ever heard of hot snakes? Hot snakes are great. I, I like love them. them a lot. Yeah, they're, they're great. Okay. Not new, new, but right. No, they're, they're they are new, new. That's it's the new, thing. New. Even this one, I was thinking, oh, okay. Well, it came out in almost uh, 2000. It's like, oh, that's yeah. more recent. And it's like, no, that's like uh, 23 <laughs> years ago. Well, my this is what it is, Rob. Like, I feel like uh, like music has like shorter bursts of of relevance or right, what have right, you. Right, so yeah. new, new to me is like, would be like, I don't know, like in the past year or something like that. So oh, to keep right. up with it, you gotta like, you really gotta keep up with it. It's hard. And I kind of, yeah. I feel bad. I kind of give up the only time if, if someone brings in a new record that just came out, then I'll listen to it. But other yeah. than that, you know, it's mainly, what is it now? It's like a country guy's out in the woods singing songs and then it becomes like UG pop for like two weeks where everyone's talking about it. And then that's it. Everyone forgets <laughs> right. about it. It's just a yeah, different, <laughs> yeah, it's a different, there's a different, uh, timeline or life line. yeah there is but i was just wondering i, I was yeah. wondering if you because i figured but that's i mean that's just the way it is you don't you probably were more like back then you were younger you were more hungry for mm-hmm. new music and to yeah. hear stuff that got you excited yeah. but now i don't know it's weird it's like it, it, i yeah you know i worked at like uh the echo out here for like a good year and a half the echo which is, is it's like a, a music venue oh off, okay off okay. sunset like over here and I, you know, I was a security guard and, you know, did like some light sound work and oh, okay. uh, whatever. And I, you know, I saw tons of bands, but right. like I was a little jaded, like uh, Doja Cat oh, played okay. and like it was packed. Everyone's wearing hats and with like, like these, cow udders on it. <laughs> and it's like, bitch, I'm a cow, moo. And everyone's <laughs> oh, like, fuck, yes, I want this. And right. Like, you know, and that's not, uh, it's just informs you. There's a little sub sections of people are excited about all kinds of types of music right but it's so on it's like, a tiktok usually it's yeah on it feels I, like yeah. it feels like very short-lived like it's all uh it's not necessarily healthy for you it's just it's snacks yeah that's what it kind of feels like and, and i mean i'm generalizing here i don't want to be like oh, I'm, I'm, i know what music is when i have been yeah exactly you don't want to like, be the old guy yelling a, on the no. i'll be that i can still be that sure <laughs> <laughs> You're a little young for that yet, but yeah, it, yeah it's coming. Um, uh, but th- this was great. I'm glad. Uh, this was great. I'm so I'm excited that you were my first in studio yeah. guest here in uh, California. Yeah, now no, thanks for having me, Rob. We're gonna have great. some more. Yeah. But uh, Dennis, so uh, we already talked. Dennis, he's he's still doing stuff. He's he's into film and he's playing a little here and there. But you have nothing to plug. <laughs> Not really. I mean, uh, I like my friends. Uh, band Small Reactions from Atlanta, Georgia. If oh, okay. you want to look them up, they're nice. fun. I mean, uh, don't forget, you can follow the show on Instagram and Facebook. It's at That Record Got Me High on X. 
It's at TRGMH Podcast. <laughs> Emphatic. Uh, yeah. You can email me at TRGMH33 at gmail.com. Most importantly, if you want to become a patron of the show and support me, I would really appreciate it. You just go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH. You can take part in the new... Are you, are you going to participate? We're doing a patron episode. Sure. I, I did one of them before. But there's one coming out now. You don't know. You, you really, you're really out of it. I know you don't Rob, trust that. Rob, tell me. I'll tell, I'll tell you about it after when we're done. But we're, I am taking submissions right now for a new for what? What is it? Patron episode. You don't do you check your emails if you're a patron? Of the show, you should get, you get emails about it. What's it called? It's that email. <laughs> it's that song by a real uh, no that song about a real person. Huh? Let me hide. So it's that, oh. every song about someone that's real, like a real person. That's okay. So that, that's a tough one. I didn't they're think fun. About that. All right, well, you don't have to do it right now. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, one of the things. If you become a patron, you can participate. You know, it's a lot of fun. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe to the show. I appreciate it, Dennis. Thanks again for coming on the yes. show. Thank you, Rob. We'll see you all next week. I'm Rob Elba. We're out of here. Yeah.